0: Be with you. you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to share the inheritance with me. He replied to him, Friend, who appointed me as your judge and arbitrator? Then he said to the crowd, take care to guard against all greed. For though one may be rich, one's life does not consist of possessions. Then he told them a parable. There was a rich man whose land produced a beautiful harvest. He asked himself, What shall I do? For I do not have space to store my harvest. And he said, this is what I shall do. I shall tear down my barns and build larger ones. There I shall store all my grain and other goods. And I shall say to myself, now as for you, you have so many good things stored up for many years. Rest, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, you fool, this night your life will be demanded of you and the things you have prepared, to whom will they belong? Thus will it be for all who store up treasure for themselves but are not rich in what matters to God. The Gospel of the Lord. So the first reading always, like, brings to mind this Carly Simon song from when I was a kid, right? That song that goes, you're so vain, you probably think this song is about you. And I remember being a kid and I was always like, well, isn't it about him? <laughs> and, and we kind of think of vanity. In ecclesiastic vanity of vanities, all things are vanity. And oftentimes, vanity we think about as I think about myself more than others. Like I'm more concerned about myself than others. I love myself more than others. To be preoccupied with ourselves, and yet the kind of vanity that The book of Ecclesiastes is bringing out is this preoccupation with worldly things rather than a preoccupation with God what profit comes to man from all toil and anxiety of heart with which he has labored under the sun all his days are sorrow and grief is his occupation even at night his mind is not at rest it's a kind of warning not to be preoccupied about the things of the world. And that theme runs through all of the readings this weekend. St. Paul says, if you are raised with Christ, seek what is above. Think of what is above, not of what is on earth. As we all, every single day, we have choices about what we preoccupy our minds with. Where are our thoughts? What matters to us on a day-to-day basis? You know, what really matters? And it's easy for us to get preoccupied with lots of things. You know, this morning I got up and I was like, okay, I have a couple of hours before I celebrate Mass. And I think preseason football starting, And so I watched all of these dumb interviews with the Detroit Lions football coach. Like, that is really not going to do me any good because nobody else is interested in the Detroit Lions football team. I can't even use it for a conversation. And yet it was easy to preoccupy myself with that. Or we can be preoccupied with our jobs, or our performance, or we can be preoccupied with baseball season. And in the midst of all of that, we run the risk that we're preoccupied by these things of the world and not preoccupied with our Lord. In the Gospel reading, Jesus brings this point home even more talking about this rich man whose land produced a beautiful harvest. And he asked himself, what shall I do? For I do not have space to store my harvest. And then he decides to tear down his barns and build larger ones so that he can store up all of this grain so that one day he'll then be able to rest. And God says to him, you fool, this night your life will be demanded of you. And he speaks this parable in response to someone who goes to our Lord and says, tell my brother to share the inheritance with me. And that question comes out of a kind of preoccupation with the world. It comes out of a preoccupation with comparison. My brother has all these things. I don't have all these things. Lord, tell him to share the inheritance with me. Instead of seeking to receive all things from the Lord. And so the question that presents itself today is, what matters to you? Like, what really matters? You know, one of the kind of gifts in working with young people today is that young people today, stereotypically, they don't like, to, they want to do something that matters. I want to do something that changes the world. I want to do something that makes a difference and we all have that desire in our heart that, that we want to make a difference or we want to focus on what really matters and if we really desire to be Catholic Christians, if we desire to be sons and daughters of God, as the opening prayer for Mass reminded us we are, then the most important thing in our life each day has to be our Lord. It has to be, what is Jesus doing in my life right now? How is our Lord showing up in my life right now? who are the people that Jesus is bringing to me right now because they need to hear the gospel preached. And because they need to hear the gospel preached. And when we start looking for that, our life becomes more exciting, our life takes on more meaning. Our faith becomes real, it becomes something incarnate, it becomes something that we experience and touch every single day. not just something that's sort of, like, on the side. And last weekend, I was at a Steubenville conference for adults, and it was, it was an amazing kind of experience for me, and a very humble experience for me, um, because it was this apologetics conference that was put on, and everybody else, like, has written books, and they're all famous, and, and then like, I'm on the speakers list too. And uh, so I was sitting around eating dinner with, like, Chris Stefanik and Scott Hahn and Sister Miriam, James Heidland, and Patrick Madrid, and I was just like, what the heck am I doing here? And, um, and kind of as, as my niche has become, like, I was there to talk about the hard topics, so, so I, gave talk, I gave talks on sort of... Evangelization and the hypersexualized culture, as I usually do, and uh, and then another one on accompaniment and uh, same-sex attraction, and uh, and what was really profound about that weekend was that there were certain people that our Lord sort of just like put in my path during that weekend, and you never really know what's going to happen. And then in this space, like one person comes up who has never really found anything that made sense to them and they found some sense in something that I said, or somebody else who had been ignoring their own healing process. And they'd been through an incredibly difficult time for about three years and And they started to share this difficult time and and I was able to just say something very simple, like, who's taking care of you? And then this person just started weeping. And the next day they they just kind of like sought me out and said, Father, I decided I'm gonna start taking care of myself now. I've been taking care of everybody else, I'm gonna start taking care of myself now. And there's something amazing that our Lord did in that person's life, but also in my own life. And and just revealing to me that no matter what else happened, something mattered in that moment for that person. And it's in those simple encounters that, that we really I have this ability to experience or opportunity to experience how our Lord wants to enter into our life each day and change things. To change things in our own heart, to change things in the hearts of others. And it is what He desires to do in each and every one of your lives. When we truly surrender ourselves to our Lord, when He becomes the one thing that matters, It's then that we start to see him in other people. It's then that we start to see those opportunities to bring that kind of grace and love and mercy and acceptance into the heart of another. It's then that our Lord starts to send us the people that need to hear the gospel preached to them.
1: each and every one of us
0: allowed ourselves to be preoccupied with Jesus and would transform our parish, our diocese, our community. And so practically that just means every single day to just ask our Lord, Jesus, what do you want to do with me today? Jesus, help me to be open to recognizing the people that need to hear about me today. Jesus, help me to recognize you in those normal, everyday moments of life. Help me to remember that I've cast off all of those worldly things. All of those sinful things, all of those vain things, so that I could choose you alone. And then see what our Lord does with that. See what our Lord does with that prayer, the world we live in needs the witness of people who have completely surrendered their life the witness of people who have the joy that comes only from belonging to, to our Lord and so today let us pray that whatever part of our heart is not surrendered whatever attachments we have to worldly things what whatever worldly things are preoccupying our mind that That we can just surrender those, to give up that attachment, to give up that preoccupation, and truly place our hearts and our minds, our thoughts, in the hands of our Lord. That we may come to radiate His love and spread His gospel to each and every person that he places in our path.